Hello, everyone. Welcome to Game Junk Prototype, episode 37, recording on November 20th, 2020. My name is Frank. My name is Sean. And my name is Andrew. And we'll be probably talking mostly about some more PlayStation 5 stuff we've been playing. We'll get into the Capcom leak, which is kind of interesting. But that's probably all that we'll get into. How are you guys doing? Good. Oh, pretty good, Frank. Thanks for asking. Oh, you're welcome. We we should say, you know, some people were uh, commenting on the audio quality of the YouTube videos, which we haven't really been paying that much attention to just because we just dump it out from zoom and we tried to make some adjustments so let us know if it sounds better yeah we'll see could be worse you could be worse know. that's <laughs> possible uh all right let's get into the news then um unless huck anything to announce have you bought any new consoles how's the uh the de- the dev kit are you allowed mm. to th- uh i don't know i fired it up it looks probably similar to a normal PS5. I ran a quick demo on it. Nothing spectacular. Nothing to announce. I couldn't play any like retail games on it. I was looking, Sean. Don't worry. I was looking, but I couldn't do it. Oh, that's so too bad. I, I didn't. I didn't anticipate being able to because you couldn't on the PS4 dev kits. So, yep. Just gonna have to make a game now and throw it on there and see what happens. <laughs> well, teaser. I got four platinums this week since we recorded last time. So. Uh, <laughs> We'll see how embarrassingly cheap those Platinums are or how much I've actually played. But we'll have to get into what we played for that. So the Capcom leak, this was kind of a big story. I thought it was interesting, and my reaction was probably what everyone else's reaction was. Um, so I actually don't know how this got leaked, to be perfectly honest. Uh, got hit with uh, ransomware, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So basically, you know, they they I don't know if it's um, a virus or what it is, but it like locks down their hard drives, and they basically have to pay up, or else you know all that stuff gets deleted. Or well, that's one one possibility for ransomware. In this case, they said we're going to just take it all and leak it online, and they said, okay, go ahead, we're not going to pay, and so it all got leaked. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's I can't remember crazy. how much they were asking for. Do you remember, Huck? Uh, I think it was like it was quite a bit. I think it was like fifteen million in Bitcoin or something like that. Fifteen yeah, million dollar like equivalent that. in Bitcoin. Hmm. I can't remember the exact amount either. Okay, so I'll just break down the game. So uh, Resident Evil Outbreak. I thought they were, these were in order before, but they're they're not. Uh, Q four. Um, fiscal year 21 dragon's dogma 2 q2 22 street fighter 6 q3 22 um rockman match obviously mega man uh resident evil 4 remake sean coming q4 22 i mean i think we knew that was coming yeah that's still a lot further out than i thought it was gonna be well we'll, i think uh well i don't know if this is listed later but i think they also said it's there's a vr version of that right uh, i didn't notice that okay i think i read that somewhere. um i saw that somewhere else yeah oh, okay it, Not, it was, said it was coming to oculus at least okay yeah. cool i didn't I see that in the, the version i'm reading right now okay uh monster hunter 6 q2 23 uh biohazard q3 
23. I, I, I can skip the cues. Super Street Fighter 6, I'm assuming, is SSF6. Um, 23, Q423, Final Fight Remake. That's kind of intriguing. Who knows if that's going to yeah. be like an arcade version or a full... I would assume it might be in the spirit of the Streets of Rage stuff and Battletoads mm-hmm. that's come out recently, but... Um, 24 Power Stone remake was probably the one I was the most intrigued by uh, a Dreamcast game that was don't even know what that is quite good uh, that's 24 so it weighs out and then Ultra Street Fighter <laughs> 6 <laughs> Q4 24 and Resident Evil Hank or Hunk um, Q4 24 I don't know what that is there was there was a couple more that weren't in that IGN. So IGN like nitpicked okay some of the games they found interesting, but they they there was also Ace Attorney Collection, mm. a new shooter multiplayer game uh, with like a project called Shield or the code name called Shield, uh, and then they had some details about the financial dealings with Stadia and with Sony, which I don't know if we want to <laughs> talk about those, but. It might it kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, what was the Sony we'll stuff? So the well, the Stadia was that they paid Capcom. Stadia paid Capcom ten million dollars US for Resident Evil Seven and Eight, and then the Sony That's paid money. them five five million for uh, VR time DLC and demo exclusivity. Now I'm not sure. I, I didn't write it down, so I can't remember what game that was for, but maybe it was for kind of like everything in their catalog. But uh, Or maybe it was just uh, RE7. Could have been just RE7. Or maybe RE7 and RE8. I don't know. But yeah, uh, pretty interesting stuff. Also, which a lot of the, obviously, game coverage is not talking about the bad thing, the real bad thing, is that a lot of personal data got leaked, especially of the employees. Yeah. Uh, in some cases, like their passport information was leaked of former employees, which is really not good. And I don't know exactly what was leaked, but it sure sounded like a lot of a lot of stuff got out. Yeah, I mean, like that link you sent before we started recording, Capcom kind of breaks down what got leaked in terms of personal information. So I don't think there's any credit card data in there that i saw but definitely yes some of that other stuff is a little bit pretty sensitive i would think and it is kind of funny that all anyone's posting is like hey these games are coming out but yeah it's like, whoa this is like three hundred fifty thousand uh yeah. records or something of personal information leaked yeah well and the other thing is so they i think they also uh, said that like the source code and the art for like devil may cry 2 and some other game were leaked and it, so if anyone wants to read Capcom's press release, you could probably Google Capcom leak press release or investor relations, something like that. It'll, it should come up. But it, it just seems like they must have been in there for a long time because in order to encrypt like this amount of data, it's not like a simple thing. It t- it'll take a while. And they like I don't know how big Capcom's infrastructure is, but I'm assuming like some of their games have to be, you know, a, a probably a terabyte or two of data plus all the other records plus however they organize their databases like i i can't i mean i don't know how a company would do this to like uh, uh, first hack in and then to encrypt it all but 
I mean, they must have had that back door. And I, I think I read that they originally noticed some like uh, inconsistencies with their online platform or when they were trying to log on to their internal system. So they actually like shut the whole thing down and started investigating. And that's when they found kind of like this file that had the information about the ransom in it. Now, I don't know. So either way, like scary that they could be so exposed. You'd think a big company like Capcom would have pretty strict security requirements. And obviously they were still able to get through them. So, I mean, obviously for like smaller companies, you don't really have much of value, but for Capcom, like there's, this is, this is a pretty big, pretty big blow. I mean, I think, I think it's only a big blow in that people were compromised at the studio and the the people might be pissed off, but you know, if these games are released early, the names, like who cares? Like really, that's not a big deal in my opinion. Obviously it'll mess with their marketing plans, but it doesn't really hurt anybody to know that these things exist. Whereas the other information does hurt, you know, a lot of people potentially. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I think the closest comparable thing I can think of is the uh, Sony hack that happened a couple of years back for Sony pictures. So that was movie stuff. And, um, and that definitely hurt them, uh, financially and otherwise. But, um, you know, it is, it's kind of a weird thing because it's like that whole Sony hack, there was a lot of interesting stuff that came out of that. Like just being able to sort of see the inner workings of a movie studio, emails that go back and forth between like a studio exec and an actor, just interesting stuff, right? That you would never have have access to. And this is kind of the same. Like, I don't know if uh, I get the feeling that people are going to keep digging through it and seeing what they find. And it's like, I feel weird because it's like, I don't know, should we be looking at this stuff? It's not really, you know, it's not really right. But at the same time, it is very interesting. Yeah, I'm so. fine. Look, I mean, I've never looked at anything from the the Sony hack. I, I guess there was a couple of news stories that came out of that. But I mean, it is, I think it's generally a good thing that people don't seem that interested uh, other than the stuff that they've kind of, like this was a major thing. I, I didn't even know what it was when I saw an article, Capcom leak. So I, I clicked on it and just saw a bunch of titles. I'm like, oh, okay. But other than that, I haven't sought anything out. So I think that's, you know, in general, a good thing. But I mean, to me, the only real takeaway here, nothing here was a shocker or maybe Dragon's Dogma, I think had a kind of a niche audience that I'm not, I'm not super surprised to see it come back, but still kind of everything else is sequels I would expect for the most part. Power Stone, I guess, is an interesting um, remake that people have been talking about for a long time. But like, like Probably the Final Fight remake. Yeah, Final Fight. But I think every, the thing I thought most people would be talking about, and it's not even a surprise, is how calculated the releases of Street Fighter are. Like, knowing... Um, I'm, I yeah. assume that anyways, right? Like every Street Fighter since Street Super Fighter Two has had and then Ultra Street yeah, Fighter, and they're like <laughs> obviously they're milking that for as much money they're, as they can. That's and they're not exactly a new thing. One year apart, yeah. So the fact that that is a an extremely calculated decision of how they're going to do that isn't surprising to me. Yeah, uh, maybe it is to some people who see that and. Uh, but at this point, it's happened for every Street Fighter game ever. So, like, there's 
at yeah, least four it, or five it, it, versions pretty, of every Street Fighter. So what's what's the difference at this point? It's pretty similar to what other games do, like uh, like Witcher Three or Horizon, where they kind of come out with the first version, then they release their DLC, then they package it all together in like an ultimate version. Except with Street Fighter, they have an ultra ultra edition after that which has, I guess, some other stuff. Yeah, but I guess the biggest difference, unless I'm missing something with uh, Street Fighter, not that I care. Uh, I mean, if if you don't want to buy these games, that's fine. But when they repackage it a lot of the times, right, like you're getting all the old stuff plus the new one. And they typically, not always, but typically link to the same title ID. So it's like just repackaging that stuff on a store, so that you're getting access to everything that's been released um, in a different way. And in store shelves, they typically <clears throat> take the old version away and have the new one. So it's like a replacement rather than another version of the game. Where with this, they there is what you're saying, but then it will be a different version of the game that uh, you can buy or have to buy for full price. Um, and it's not replacing the old version. They're all available. I'm assuming people who are into those types of franchises feel the need to buy all three or something like mm-hmm. that. And that's what. And there's obviously tournaments around that, like Evo and stuff like that. I'm not. I'm certainly not an expert on that stuff, but seems like there's a lot of, uh, you know, financial fallout of decisions like this. That's to Capcom's benefit. Where, I mean, conversely, something like Smash Brothers um, typically just updates one version throughout the, the lifetime of the, the console anyway, which I can't think... I'm sure there's other fighting games that do what Street Fighter does, but uh, maybe not. Maybe it is kind of exclusive to, to Street Fighter. I know there were... Yep. I was just going to say, the other thing I found interesting about this sort of like release schedule is that there was no Q1 titles listed which is kind of interesting that obviously they've run numbers and either because of their uh financial uh situation or like their year end or whatever they they need uh that they just decided that there's that q1 is not a good time to release games for them which seems weird uh i guess maybe because it's right after christmas that's sort of like i don't know what their fiscal year is so Q1 doesn't necessarily mean January to March. Could be something else. Uh, but it does seem strange that that they don't have any Q1 titles. You'd think you'd kind of... You know, well, obviously, I'm, ass- oh, I'm assuming... Um, or maybe we just already know what they are, right? Yeah, I'm assuming Resident Evil Outbreak is not Resident Evil 8. That that's yeah, a different I, uh, game. I think they did say that Actually, I don't know if this was part of the leak or not, but I think they were saying that speculation is that Resident Evil 8 is in April. Yeah, I, I, that's early next year. So I think anything that's already announced wasn't worthwhile to post, I guess. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm assuming because Resident Evil 8 is, I think, like you said, Sean, April or May probably would be my guess. And I'm pumped for that game. So so apparently their fiscal year end is March 31st, which means their Q1 is actually like April, May, June. So hmm. they okay. they don't release anything in that April, May, June window. Oh, it might have been announced already. There could be other Capcom games that I don't even know about. Right? Yep, yeah. probably. 
Now, one other thing, I don't know if you mentioned this, Frank, but I think, I don't know if that, so you mentioned Resident Evil Hank or Hunk, whatever the heck that is. I don't know if this is the same thing, but I think there was talk that um, there's a Resident Evil online like thing that's tied to Resident Evil Village. Mm. And nobody really knows what it is, but it it sounds like there's going to be some sort of online component for Resident Evil 8. Well, that sounds like it might be Outbreak to me then. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, What what was the... In Resident Evil 3, it was actually two... um, When you bought Resident Evil 3 Remake, you got two products. Um, Also, the the Hank right on this is scheduled for fiscal year 24. So I don't think they would wait four years to release, or I guess three years. Oh, yeah, that's true. To release it. Let me see if I can find that but outbreak where I like saw Frank it. was saying is q four twenty one which is a little late, but not that much like six months later or so if they think it's good enough, I'm assuming like Resident Evil eight on its own is probably comparable to Resident Evil Seven, which clearly is enough to be a, a full release where with Resident Evil three because it was a remake, I think there was some you know value questions as a f- full price title it's shorter than resident evil 2 um like less ways to play uh so i think it was probably just a way to add value to that to that game to be an 80 dollars game so uh, i wouldn't be surprised if this is that like some multiplayer component or addition that ships later maybe at full price i don't know or it could be a free to play that really is probably what it is if they if they do it i wouldn't be surprised if they go free to yeah, play maybe okay i'm i'm done with the now that I think of it, I think they, the, what I had read before was that it was like more like a battle royale kind of game. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, anything else to add on the Capcom leak? I got uh, nothing. Just, just that they no credit card information was stolen apparently, which is kind of nice. So no one, no one who so pe- players had their customers had some of their data taken, but none of it was credit card information. So luckily, no one is really at risk and it was mostly just names and maybe addresses for consumers so it wasn't really like it wasn't like a big leak in that regard okay well let's briefly talk about it sean you were dying to talk about this you kept like what about this what about this like we get it you <laughs> love you which, love which one are we talking you frank? love james I bond want to talk about relax so there's a a james bond game that got kind of got teased being worked on by the hitman team um i think io interactive or io interactive yeah yeah, uh and they released a teaser video just saying it's the bond project or something like that sean i'm gonna leave this 007 i'm gonna leave this to you you're the bond head yeah i mean well not not too much to say but i mean it has been a while since the last bond game i can't even remember well let's talk about that like bond games why are they even a thing? This is all stemming from a game that came out 24 years ago or 23 years ago. Isn't that kind of crazy? That there's this like sustained well, yeah, prestige I, I mean, like, associated with a James Bond video game from I, one I mean, game that was really popular 23 years ago. I don't think there's prestige because a lot of those games were shit. And so people, like I didn't buy most of them, uh, you know, other than the GoldenEye remake. Um I heard that a couple of them were okay. Like, I think Bloodstone was one of the ones that had Daniel Craig's likeness, and I heard it was okay. 
but it's just more of like a shooter, almost like a Call of Duty clone. Mm-hmm. Um, I always wanted to try the From Russia with Love one that actually had Sean Connery's likeness. Uh, never got around to it. I don't know if they've ever re-released it or updated it in any way. Um, but yeah, it just it's been a long time. I mean, Bond is still huge. I don't see why there can't be good James Bond games. I mean, this whole idea that licensed games always suck has kind of died out a bit in recent years, right? You know, thanks to like the Batman Arkham games, the Spider-Man game. Um, well, we've, just, we've know, talked about are, this too. It's not quite the same with movies uh, in terms of IP and how things work because we've had played games or had speculations where we're like, take a game that's good and just reskin it as a movie. And it seems like that would be extremely easy to do. So there's no, it's not like putting together a cast and writing the script and having to be wholly original. You can take something that already works and make it an IP pretty easily. It sounds like that's what they're doing. They're taking a Hitman game and <laughs> slapping Bond on it, maybe, which could be pretty awesome if you ask me. But I mean, obviously, I hope there's a little more to it than that. Yeah, the but, I don't. Uh, I'm not into Hitman, but they're kind of slower paced, right? They're kind of puzzle box kind of things mm-hmm. in in an action context. Mm-hmm. I guess would be how you describe them. So I think they would have to heighten the. I would assume they would just maybe have some of that stuff and maybe commit it to tr- maybe full first person rather than I think Hitman goes is mainly third person but they would definitely need I think in the spirit of Bond some set piece type stuff along the lines of Call of Duty I, I can't see it just being you know Hitman with Bond so I not that they'd want it to be necessarily it could be a framework for stuff but um, I don't know I guess I, I'm intrigued by it I, Sean where are you at are you like losing it over there you can't i'm 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 kind of excited i just you know it's not that i i'm uh, it's not that i love hitman i i've enjoyed some of the games that i've played haven't played um any of the more recent ones i don't think but just the fact that it's sort of an established well-known developer taking us on it's not necessarily tied to a specific movie or anything so it's not like they're just rushing it out to make a buck there it seems like they're taking their time and they're you know, kind of going back to this license that's been left forgotten for a while. And I think there's obviously a lot of potential there. So kind of optimistic, I guess. The other interesting thing was that apparently there was no publisher. So IO is the publisher. So they were able to negotiate with MGM or whoever owns the bond uh, license and get it themselves, which is pretty interesting Mm -hmm. that Hmm. they obviously, obviously hitman has done quite well for them that they have enough you know capital to be able to go and acquire that license and and then develop it themselves and publish it themselves which is pretty interesting so they might be able to actually make it how they want or at least you know they only have mgm looking over their shoulder rather than mgm and someone else which might be nice yeah that that could definitely be a good thing yeah, I'm assuming this game is four years out, maybe, would be my guess. Maybe three, so. I mean, yeah, the, they just had a little announcement. These are, like you said, Project 007. It's not even a real title as far as I know, so it's probably a ways off. 
All right. Have you spoken your mind, Sean? Are you okay? I'm great. Okay. Thanks. James Thanks Bond for coming. Me speak my mind, Frank. I know. I'm just kidding. It's uh, I know you were <laughs> really excited about this. It, at least it's uh, a little more than the Metroid Prime Four announcement at E3. It was <laughs> yeah. a, li- a little more, you know, produced video than that. Still waiting for any news about that when people were losing their shit. Every other game company, mm-hmm. it's been in development for six years. When are we getting this game? Blah, blah, blah. Losing their mind. Nintendo, take as long as you want. We want it to be good. Like It's <laughs> so weird. Um, okay, let's get into what we played. Huck, do you want to go first? Okay. Anything you... Uh... Sure. I didn't play much. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII came to Game Pass, so I fired that up next in line to get my 1,000 gamer points. So I've been working my way through that. Three times? And of course, of course, following a guide all the way. It's been not (laughs) as fun, not as fun as the Final Fantasy VII guide, though. I I haven't found a real good guide I like, but it's okay. It's getting it done. This guy's really doing a lot of grinding, which is fine, but I, I would rather not. Uh, and then I played that that one I told you about. Uh, there's no trophy guide, but there is a guide on that uh, jagged dot com where I linked you to. Or yeah, I I don't I'm not a big fan of the text guides. Actually, I've been following like YouTube guides so okay. I can get the full so I don't miss anything kind of thing. Uh, and then the other thing, the only other thing I played really was uh, I tried Batman VR on the Quest. And I had to rejigger some of the controls in the config file to get it to work, which uh, I wasn't anticipating having to do. I guess it doesn't totally map over to the Oculus Quest. It is kind of assuming it's running through Steam through a different headset, I guess. Uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't okay. I was okay. I just Googled it, and eventually I found the answer I needed. But that game is really good. I played it. What was that four years ago at your place frank when yeah something like that that first came out on psvr in my my night of yakking uh (laughs) and i must say i played it for i played it for probably half an hour 45 minutes and after i felt very queasy after i got out Hmm. so i think it might had something to do with that game because i felt really nauseous and just like really dizzy after I got out front of that game, and I did notice that the frame rate was pretty stuttery, even on the Quest 2. Now, I wasn't linked. It was going over Wi-Fi, but still, it should have been able to mm-hmm. be pretty good. Considering it ran on and, like, original PlayStation VR, like not even yeah, PlayStation 4 Pro when we played it before. I know, I know. and it, I So that's why I was kind of surprised that it ran so choppy, uh, but uh, still so fun. I like that game is really great, even though it's just a small little, you know, slice of Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really enjoyable. I think I don't know how far I made it, but I probably made it about halfway through and I, I'll go finish it probably this week, but really liked it. It's good. So Huck is living in the past. Uh, <laughs> Sean and I are living in the present. Well, I am waiting. <laughs> I, I blame my library, okay? They are really slow to get these new PS4, PS5 games in. So I'm waiting on Miles Morales. I'm waiting on 
uh, I don't know, whatever other games are coming. I'll get them soon. Well, I just bought five <laughs> games today that I'm never going to play. So uh, <laughs> there is a new Black Friday sale on the PlayStation Store. Um, I, I, what did I buy today? Watchdog Legion. Watchdogs Legion, I think. Is that what it's called? I actually I bought so. Man mm-hmm. Eater. That is that the name of that shark, that game, shark game that was on sale? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. Anything that's PlayStation Five and Borderlands Three was on sale for twenty six. So if you paid eighty for that when the PlayStation Five launched, you got to be pretty pissed off about that. Mm. Um, but you know, I- I'm going to try out all those. Uh, I've been playing a lot of PlayStation Five. I have gotten four platinums this week. So uh, I got. Astro was a joke. I got that like the day after we recorded. No big deal. Uh, shortly after that, Miles Morales finished that, platinum that. I did have to beat it twice, which I I thought I didn't think you had to beat it twice, but you did. You had to do New Game Plus as well. So that's done. Now, for those who are curious, it I couldn't find information. Now it seems to be uh, trickling out a bit, but it is an auto pop scenario. Sean was correct. When I exported my save and imported it on PS5, I got every trophy, including the Platinum, again. Now, mm. I felt extremely dirty doing that. Like, I, <laughs> I was actually kind of hoping I could play it again uh, and see the differences. Now, I did still, once I had the Platinum, I'm like, okay, I just want to see what it's like. So I did fire it up and play it uh, on the PlayStation 5 wasn't a huge difference honestly i i wasn't noticing that much i'm sure there's some different scenarios with lighting later in the game that would be affected by that but i'm just like yeah i'm assuming there's going to be a patch at some point where they have extra trophies and a a higher difficulty one like they do with all the sony first party games so i'm like i'll wait and maybe replay it then but i will say performance mode so I know this is a big discussion with PlayStation five modes, like whether it's cinematic or performance and going for 4k stuff versus high frame rates. I find I'm leaning on high frame rate every time when I switch to that performance mode and back and forth. Like I even think because of the frame rate, it looks better. I, I, I don't know what it was with Spider-Man. There was some weird, like, motion blur i turned off all the motion blur and it was like really noticeable to me on ps5 and switching to uh prefer- performance mode just make it made it look so much better i was i i preferred it visually which is kind of weird um so maybe there is some getting used to maybe it's like the uh I, I don't know why i didn't look into it online i was just surprised that i actually thought the performance mode was more visually appealing did I send you guys a link about this? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, so uh, th- there was an article that somebody wrote. Let me give credit here. Oh, Patrick yeah. Patrick Klepek. And he he said he was talking about this performance mode versus uh, resolution mode or whatever it is. And so his experience with it, and I haven't, like, dabbled in this at all, but he basically agreed with you and said, once you go performance mode, you never go back. And in fact, it makes it really hard to to play games in any other way because once you get u- used to that silky smooth frame rate, it's really tough. You just notice it immediately when you go back. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little scared to try it. But the one weird thing is that um, for people who aren't even really aware of this, 
and I guess you can just um, toggle between them. Yeah, like, Spider-Man started in null. Like when I went to the menu, it was in null mode. I had to switch to one of the two. Null? Yeah, oh, it said really? null in the menu. I, I, I was going to say, I mean, the thing is, every game's different which one they choose to start at. Like mm-hmm. I would have thought it would be like a system setting that you can just choose. I always want to do this or I always want to do that. But I guess each game can set what their default mode is, which is really kind of weird. But um, yeah, just something to be aware of. If you do have the PS5, um, you may want to play around with it or you may not. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. And Demon Souls definitely preferred performance mode as well. So I am liking that quite a bit. And I platinumed Bug Snacks yesterday. I mean, I'll talk about these games more. I'm just giving the, uh, you know, the trophy update where we're at with the PlayStation Five, <laughs> the important stuff. Yeah. yeah. And one other thing, just general PlayStation Five stuff, is it's crashing a lot for me. When I suspend yeah, really? and go into rest mode, three times. To- well, once I downloaded Devil May Cry Five, I went to play it. It tried to apply an update, and it got corrupted completely. I had to delete the entire game and re-download it. Um, twice or maybe three times I've been in suspend mode and I go to start up my console again and like it's not linking to my TV. It won't start up. Eventually I have to go turn it on and it gives me like the, your console needs to be repaired in like a 480p resolution or whatever it is. And that's happened three times for me already. So... Uh, there's definitely some issues going on with this console, including some of the, uh, there's some handshaking issues, which I guess is to be expected with a lot of different TV manufacturers. Uh, and definitely some weird functionality issues and crashes. There's the downloading bug where it's downloading two versions of every game when you go to download it, which is annoying and trying to figure out which one's the PlayStation four and PlayStation five. And if I open up the PlayStation 4 one, now I'm going to have an empty trophy list and it's going to drive me crazy for the rest of my life. <laughs> so that's a thing for me. I don't like it. Um, so that I don't want to, you know, I am a PlayStation fanboy, but quite a few issues so far for me. I mean, the games have been uh, great, I, but... I'll just say, I, I like, I, it hasn't crashed on me yet, but um, I'm curious. So you were talking about the handshaking issues and stuff. Are you playing this on your LG? I am. Oh, interesting. Sabotage? Uh, What's that? Sabotage, based on the announcement you're about to talk well, about? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It is interesting because they're teaming up with uh, Microsoft to sort of be the TV of choice for Xbox Series X. So I, I don't know what that means, really, but this <laughs> is kind of funny. Very interesting. Big marketing move. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bug Snacks finished that as well. So Sean, you go ahead, and I'm sure I've I think I've played what you've played too. So why don't you uh, take a turn? Well, I mean, I can I can jump in on Bug Snacks because I have been playing that a fair bit. Um, the, actually, the kids are loving this game. Like I I've been enjoying it too, but it's like a great game for kids. It's definitely Pokemon esque hard to get around that fact but um i mean it's i don't know how would you describe it frank to me it's kind of like an exploration slash puzzle game puzzle adventure i think would probably be the category yeah like so you just have people that you're kind of slash simulator uh, yeah so you have people you're kind of doing quests and you have to catch these bug snacks which they eat they love to eat which is kind of 
you know, it's kind of trippy. They eat these things and then their body parts change into whatever they just ate. And, uh, you know, the kids are a little bit like, Hey, these things are too cute. We don't want people to eat them. But they quickly got over that because of how weird you, you make people look all messed up by feeding them different stuff. And, uh, yeah, and then it's just kind of like different strategies for catching these different bugs and finding out where they hang out and what their behaviors are. And uh, it's, I mean, it's pretty fun. It's definitely not, you know, pushing the limit of uh, the PS5, what it can do. But for a free PS Plus game, I, I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, I like I said, I platinumed it. I really liked it. I I wouldn't say it's perfect by any means. I think some of capturing some of the bug snacks later in the game gets a little annoying, in particular the ones that you have to cool off or heat up. Um, Just got to that, yeah. It's it's kind of uh, how do I describe it? It's not as smooth as I would expect it to be. Like it feels kind of hacky the way it's using systems to do that. And I don't know, it, it, it feels a little broken to be perfectly honest, but not like in a super bad way. There's just a couple that I was like, yeah, that was not necessarily fun to do that. It was annoying. Um, but there are some cool ways to use the devices in combination that I didn't even think of without seeing there was a trophy for it. Like you can, there's a trip wire. You can attach one end to your remote control ball to kind of change and close gates and stuff like that to close a tripwire, um, which is kind of interesting and lure other, mm. you can cover the, the ball in different sauces that these bug snacks <laughs> right. like to manipulate them as well, which there were a couple of devices where I was like, especially the, the, uh, the ball I wasn't even using at all, except for really specific spots. And I think there are ways to use it. I just wasn't, thinking about it necessarily or i didn't have to i guess and i i kind of opted not to use those but the polish level of this game is amazing uh the voice acting is awesome the character designs the the menus the menus are absolutely awesome it is so easy to find stuff um it looks great i really was I just like gonna the music too yeah the mu- oh there's like some not kind of horror-esque portions at night i don't know if you've gotten to any of those with like some synth tunes. Oh yeah, yeah, like the music, yeah. Yeah, like the ghost story part. Have, have you done you... that? And or no, I haven't done that. Oh, okay, like there's some there's some bangers in there. It's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, I I like the game quite a bit. I I at first I'm like I don't know. Right at the beginning, I'm like this feels maybe a little thrown together. I I I wasn't digging it, but. I got an hour in and I was hooked and I, I love the design of the bug snacks. And actually I can't remember what the, is it, what are the creatures called? Um, I can't remember. Oh, like the characters in the yeah, game. The... I can't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll look it up in a second, but uh, I thought those were really cool designs and obviously remind me of Viva Pinata like the idea of the mm-hmm. pinata yeah. candies and now these creatures made out of different foods. And I don't know, it's a really charming, endearing game. I'm sure that's been said a lot about it, but uh, the gameplay was better than I thought as well. So good game. Definitely check it out. Might even be worth yeah, getting PlayStation Plus for uh, a month and, you know, play it, beat it. 
qu- question on that. I was actually wondering because um, before I got my PS5, I was trying to get it. Is it free only for PS5 or is it free per, for PS4 as well? It's not free for PS4. Okay. So I was trying to play oh, it ahead of time. So I I could get it for the PS5 through the app or the store on my phone. And a lot of the with a lot of those games, it dual unlocks whenever you buy it. So it says if you buy this, it gives you the PS5 and PS4 version, even though they're different title IDs and kind of links it all together. With this one, it didn't appear to do that. If you want... Maybe if you buy it, you get that. I don't know. But if I want to play it on PlayStation 4, I have to buy it uh, for, I think it was 33-something in Canada. Yeah, it's clearly a little bit of uh, extra motivation to get people to pick up a PS5. Mm -hmm. Not that anybody can find them right now. I would would consider um, in the future, I would like to play it again. I might buy it on PlayStation 4 eventually. Like, I'm kind of sick of it right now. Like... The last mission, I'm like, okay, done with bug snacks, but it is a game I would be curious to revisit. I was just gonna say, like, on the topic of finding PS5s, I know you were kind of on the hunt for some friends and stuff. Have you had any luck or any? Uh, one of my all? friends had success on the yeah the following day. Was it last Friday? I think when we recorded, or that morning there was some new ones. Or maybe it was launch day I'm thinking of. Maybe it was launch day. Uh, but I know some people who got one there. I haven't heard of anything since. Although I know people who have got Series X uh, today. And you were sending me a link saying they were, they were available for a brief time at Best Buy. I'm assuming that means you could have bought one if you wanted to and opted not to. Oh, yeah. So I, I also did not, <laughs> I'm like, I'm loving the PlayStation five. There's nothing I could see pulling me away, uh, from that right now to play on Xbox. So I'm just going to wait for shoppers and use my optimum points at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Spider-Man miles Morales. I mean, I guess you've beat it twice now. I'm like, I think I'm like maybe, 70% of the way in, which is weird because it feels like a pretty short game, shorter than it I is. expected. Um, how long do you think it took just to do the main storyline? For me for to blow through the story in New Game Plus mode, my guess would be five hours. Now, yeah. to be fair, at least an hour, if not more of that, is just watching cinemas. You cannot skip cinemas. So I think that might have been a calculated choice. Uh Otherwise, if you skip cinemas, I think it would have been a lot shorter. So I was playing on like the easiest mode, though, for my replay. I, I didn't play on the normal mode, which I did to start, um, which I'm sure affected things. I, like I didn't fail at anything in easy mode. Uh, but I I still love the game. I, I don't know if I talked about this last time. This, the combat camera is the best like combat camera I've ever seen in a game, how it transitions between the finishers and all these different moves. Like you're moving so fast on screen. I'm sure this is not a new sentiment for the Spider-Man games, but I feel like it's even better in this version. And the finishers are even cooler using the effects and all that stuff. Like you move so fast and you're jumping from enemy to enemy. And I never am disoriented. Like, I, I kind of know what I'm doing all the time, which is, like, 
an incredible feat to me. Yeah, the only thing I will say that you know isn't perfect, but I, it seems like a super hard thing to solve is when you start climbing on walls and you're like going on ceilings and stuff. You kind of get turned around a little bit from time to time. You just have to kind of use the left trigger to aim and just shoot to exactly where you, where you want to go on the wall. But right. I agree, walking on walls and deciding going from swinging to grabbing walls is the one, the only weird transition area I think in that game. So um, I like the story. Uh, I thought it ended well. I I don't know. I I liked everything about it. I think. Like I said last time, they got rid of the annoying stuff in the first one. Everything's been condensed to to me to what is the best version of that game. And uh, I, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I'm loving it so far as well, I guess. I, the only thing that I was maybe a little surprised about is it does feel... And maybe this is, you know, maybe you can explain it away in that it's winter or something, but it does feel like the city is a little less alive. Like there's obviously less stuff to do in general. It's a smaller game. Wasn't this your complaint on the first game? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of kind of being a little bit uh, facetious there just, you know, in terms of, but like, I mean, I I think in this one, I just didn't even feel at least so far, like I'm going through well-known landmarks in New York. Like I just kind of felt like it was all just generic city and i i don't know if we talked about this before but like like how accurate is this this map supposed to be to new york because there was like a building and i kind of stopped and i was like oh what is that and i tried to look it up and it there was nothing it was just like a fictional building i have some intersection i'm assuming it's not perfect uh i know i've seen prototype videos and they obviously have to change the height of buildings to like right. get variation for swinging. I'm assuming the width of the streets might not be a hundred percent accurate and stuff like that. So I'm assuming in terms of gameplay, they had to take some liberties with the city. Uh, but I mean, yeah. well, looking out, it's kind of cool. You can see the statue of Liberty and some other stuff like that. I, I think it's close enough. I think it captures the idea of New York. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just, it's weird. Like, I just, I would have thought they would just use the exact same city and, and map and it would kind of be good to go. And But it, it just felt a little less, a little less exciting, a little less realistic than the last one. But I mean, um, to be fair, Sean, in these games, you are in the sky. You are swinging through the city. So if you swung through a real city, it would probably feel pretty empty. There's nothing up there. You are by yourself. Like if you go down and walk everywhere in the game, if there's a lot of stuff going on, there's people everywhere, cars, you're free to do that. By the way, you can, if you want, Sean, if you want that full, I I, I do a little walking every now and then, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was just a, thought that popped into my head as I was playing and maybe it'll change throughout the game and maybe I'm completely off base, but, um, I don't know who wants other things around. Like you're just going to bump into it. It's just going to be annoying. I don't need the city to feel alive. I'm playing a video game. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And I mean, in some ways I'm, I'm sure I complained about this in the first game that it, you know, there's just too much to do too much, like pulling you in all these different directions, which again is kind of the point of spider-man but i just you know this one is a little more easy to just go straight through the story and not kind of get distracted um which i'm fine with that um 
but yeah, I just thought, you know, the some of the facial um, motion capture stuff, or you know, like I, it was definitely impressive to me. And um, yeah, it just looks. The lighting great. is awesome. The, the lighting is definitely improved from the last one. Yeah, yeah, it looks I mean, great. Definitely enjoying it. I mean, I'm curious too. I assume there's going to be some kind of DLC or something down the road, but mm-hmm. um, maybe not. If- like it kind of was a standalone thing. I, I'm sure the what? there's going to be a money opportunity for that, but uh, yeah, you could just make another sequel, I guess. Too, it, I don't know, but but yeah, really enjoying it. A little shorter than I expected, so you know, from what I can tell. So that's. A little surprising, but definitely not a deal breaker for me. Yep. I finished uh, Astro's Playroom, and I would say it is – it's tough to say it's my game of the year. It's the most fun I've had playing a game this year by far. Oh, we forgot to talk about the game award nominees. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we can talk about that next week maybe. It's not that big of a deal. I, I think it's – sure. You could have predicted what they are. It's, it's nothing really shocking at all. Um but uh yeah, I love that game. Every level is amazing. The I love interacting with the PlayStation models, like just the actual lifelike models that you get for beating stuff, the um artifacts. I thought it was the best. And I've played the first mission of Call of Duty Cold War, which was actually pretty good. I I haven't beaten a Call of Duty campaign in a while. I think I'm going to go through this one. I thought it was kind of fun. I was liking that. And I really didn't make any progress on Demon Souls. I will say, I've replayed the first level, 1-1, of Demon Souls three times already. (laughs) So, uh, the first time, and I've deleted my save three times. So, I went through it. And I finally beat the first boss. And if people aren't familiar with Demon Souls, before you can level up, you have to beat this first area, which can be pretty challenging. So I did that and had, you know, I think 5,000 souls or something like that, which people who play the game are probably laughing, like, who cares? But I was in this hub area, the Nexus, and I fell from the top of the the area and lost all my souls. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, man. And one was a boss that you can't replay that gives you like 1,500 or something like that. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is the worst. <laughs> so and I try, I couldn't find the spot. Sometimes depending on where you died and what you landed on, I couldn't find it. I'm like, and then I died again trying to find it. And I lost it all. And I'm like, okay, time to restart. <laughs> and it's kind of fun. I actually... It's a testament to the gameplay that replaying that thing over and over again is still fun to me. It's it's really fun gameplay, so I am liking the game. It looks amazing. Huck, you sent a video from Digital Foundry talking about some of the tech. I watched that, and the effects and lighting are just insane. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think I'm going to step back from this game for a bit because you do have to really get into it when you're going to play it, and I'm just kind of too busy with work right now. So... This might be a save it for the holidays type of thing where I just right. commit myself to this game, but I'm liking it quite a bit. Huck, did you uh, have anything else? I, I Nope. Okay. 
I had one other quick thing. Just uh, I saw that River City Girls popped up on Game Pass and mm-hmm. played a little bit of that. And I think you mentioned uh, earlier in the show, Frank, you mentioned like Streets of Rage and Battletoads. And I actually think I was liking this more than both of those. Maybe it's mm. not that hard to like it more than Battletoads. But um, it just, uh, I mean, obviously it's sort of a sequel follow-up to River City Ransom. I think there have been some other sequels. Is it official or just like did they use the name River City? Apparently it's official. It's official. It's developed by Way Forward, so it's obviously not like who did the original River City? Te- I have no Technos idea. Technos or something like that. But um, but you know, it, it's done very much in this. Like the art style is a bit different, but like in terms of the combat and the way that you know you you kill somebody and they say like barf or something like that, and the coins come out. Like it's all. It looks pretty somewhere. cool. I didn't know this got released. I mean, there's no way this I'm going to play it right now. This game now, came but. out like over a year ago. Really? I'm pretty sure. Did it? Yeah, it's been out for a while. Yeah, it, it's, it did really... Well, I don't know if it did really well, but I know a lot of people really liked it that played it that I was overhearing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was aware that it was out there and, and I just never got around to checking it out, but I'm definitely enjoying it. I know that there was River City Tokyo Rumble came out a couple years ago or maybe more than a couple of years ago now, on 3DS. And I have that in a closet somewhere. Uh, never played it. But uh, but I do love River City Ransom and, uh, you know, couldn't resist this one. So so check it out. Nice. I, th- I thought there was... Let me just double check. I thought I might have played one other thing. No, that's it. But I am loving the games on the PlayStation 5. As soon as I finish one, there's one I'm excited to play again. So it's just nice to have a bunch of stuff I want to play. It's been a while. Yeah, one thing I haven't done yet, and I don't know about you, Frank, I just haven't... I've been meaning to try some PS4 games that are, like, supposedly have significant upgrades. And even there's a few um, VR games that I've heard um, have updates for PS5 as well. So been meaning to try that out maybe i'll try that some of those for next week just to report back but you mentioned that you picked up borderlands 3 i've heard that that is significantly enhanced yeah i saw an article that said this is how the game should have been released to begin with i didn't i wasn't following borderlands 3 at all but apparently the menus are really slow and there was like some annoying performance stuff in it on playstation 4 pro surprisingly seemed to be a a big issue so Hmm. When I saw that article, I was like, okay, for 26 bucks, I'll, uh, I'll give it a shot here on PlayStation 5. But I, I was going to try Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, and it was, um, like I said, corrupted, and I had to re-download it and never got around to it. So that was pretty annoying, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am looking forward to the patch for exporting saves for Spider-Man Remastered, so I get another free platinum with that. Bring it on. <laughs> I've installed both games, ready to export whenever you are, Insomniac. Can't wait. And I'm definitely holding off on playing games to see if there's auto-pop versions. So I've linked to a spreadsheet on, on my internet browser <laughs> of someone's Google Drive that is like upgraded version free. Yes. Can you transfer the save? Yes or no. And is there auto-pop? And I'm just kind of checking that. Maybe hourly. I might be at an hourly level right now <laughs> to see what I'm going to play next. So it's uh, it's pretty good. Not going to lie. For a, a trophy whore like myself, it is uh, 
a great time to be alive. Love those well, trophies. Well, like they said, video games make you happier, right, Frank? That's right. They are certainly making me happier <laughs> right now. It was not a good weekend last week. A lot of shit went wrong. A lot of annoying stuff in my life. And I'm like, it was all smoothed over by that PS5. It was like, didn't even matter. Just play some PlayStation 5. I love you, PlayStation, so much. Okay, anything else we need to talk about? No, I think that's about it. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, check out youtube.com forward slash game junk for our YouTube channel. People were loving the cigar. Went over the gangbusters on there. Yeah, and you know what? Subscribe over there. Yeah. I mean, we've got how many subscribers we got now, Huck? 300? Something like that? Uh, when I checked uh, this morning or yesterday, 316. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Like, let's get this up to 325. People. Yeah. Even if you prefer the audio <laughs> version, get over there. Give us, throw us some love on there. <laughs> and uh, Twitter, you got Sean at Film Junk and Game Junk Podcast. I never give your Film Junk actual account any, any plugs there, Sean. And uh, Huck, it? My Angry Commute, and Equilibrium Sis on Twitter as well. So. Check the check those out. I'm not on any of those, thank God. So happy, best decision I ever made in my life. Uh, all right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.